Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Happy end of the year by the time you Can't listen to this. even believe Happy New Year, it. I guess, it will be, right? It will. I think it's like the second. Oh, it's the second to the new year. That's right. Sorry. That's January 2nd. We Your re- pre-record. full swing. We have holiday yeah, Sarah will be out of events town. the week after Christmas, so we are pre-recording. Pre-pre-recording. Yeah. So, sorry, I forgot about that. No, but that's great. We're coming it's, to you much later. We have books to get you started, but before yes. we jump into what's on our shelf today, Jamie, do you have a fun fact for us? Yes, so our book for January, Everything Said is Untrue, and by the way, all the reviews on this are like, so good. Google reviews, only five and four stars. No three, two, or one stars. What? That sometimes is almost unheard of. Unheard but of, yeah. The author, Daniel Nayeri, uh, was born in Iran and spent a couple of years as a refugee before immigrating to Oklahoma at age eight with his family. He is the publisher of Odd Dot, an imprint of Macmillan making him one of the youngest publishers in the industry. Wow. Right? That's amazing. He has served on the CBC Diversity Committee and the CBC Panel Committee. I'm really excited to learn more about him because I think this is just a really unique, he has such a unique story. Yeah. And his and industry and his where his life. When we listen, we listen to like an interview uh-huh. of him, and he just seems kind of like a happy guy, like yeah. easy going, kind of jokey. Yes. Anyway, I, for what it seems like he's been through, or you know his yeah. history, it was surprising mm-hmm. and appreciated. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, I think yeah. I would want to be your friend. Really relatable. Yes. Yes. So down to earth. Yeah. For sure, it was good. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, One of the reviews of um, this book said that this, the book, I give five stars for books that speak to my soul in some way or that beautifully completes its intention, whether it's pure joy and escape. And I just love this because sometimes I've given high starred ratings to books that You've absolutely hated yes. the characters in. And I agree. Yes. Like, I hate the character. Yep. But it it evokes well such written. an emotion in me. So I love that it I says that, that here that sometimes it is pure joy and escape, which people would say fails to deserve five stars because it's not literary, or a beautifully written, soul-touching work, which people would say makes the work worthy of being called literature. So I... I love that idea. And it's a really long review. So it goes into why she gave this one five stars. Um, But that just really hit me of, because I am that way. I don't give five stars to those palate cleansers is what I call them. Yeah. But sometimes they really do like bring joy because of where I am right then. I need, I save those books for that time in between the heavier ones that get the, this is literature. Anyway, this was just going, I'm going off on um, my fun fact there, but um, his books have evoked really amazing reviews. If you read through his reviews, I actually, those are literature in and of itself. Yeah. It is just getting great reviews. So, I'm excited to learn more about him and to keep reading some of these reviews and to read this book. 
That's awesome. Yeah, Woo! I'm excited. Yeah. I I feel like sometimes we spend a lot of time like looking through books and trying to narrow down what book we should read for our yeah. book club. Which we is spend, a lot of pressure. We really we want pick a, good book. a good book for you to read. And we don't know. Like right. we're picking a book that's also new to us. We're not vetting them Absolutely. and then choosing them. And that, I, I've actually gotten some comments on that like, no, I want you to give me a book that you've read so that I know it's going to be a good book. But I want to read the book along with you guys. Yeah. And so... I see both sides. I do too. I... It I, puts a lot into our research yes. to do it this way. Right. And so we Sorry, go around. Didn't. Like, yeah. And so we we spend a lot of time, like, deciding and picking which books. And somehow this book, the reason I'm saying that is... Yeah. This one just stood out fast and quick. And it was like, yeah, this is the book. We didn't even look past to any other contenders. Like right. when we read about this and saw the reviews, we were like, yeah, I, I think we yeah, really need to do it. this one. Yeah. So I'm, I, I hope it, it just feels really good. It Everything feels, I'm learning and yes. reading. Anyway, as we're moving forward towards it, I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited. Me too. Yay. Awesome. Okay. Um, this week. Before we jump in, though, we need yeah. to touch on our quiz book. Oh, yes. So we took our December quiz, yes, which we was did. super fun. Mm-hmm. And what book should we read for Christmas? Um, I'll remind you, I got Sleigh Bells Ring by Rayanne Thane. And I got A Virgin River Christmas by Robin Carr. Okay. Where and- are you at, Jamie? <laughs> so you remember my quiz last time I bought the book on Audible, and I listened for two hours and still couldn't tell you anything about it, and I stopped it. Yes. So I I came out of it not highly recommending it. And using an Audible credit. And using one of my Ew. cherished Audible credits. Yeah. So this one, um, I am not using a cherished Audible credit on. I feel like I, I kind of learned my lesson. I blame you. And this one, I'm on hold still at the library. Okay. I'm still two weeks out. So I do Just, not. I haven't read it. You yet. haven't gotten to it's it yet. It's still on my list. Okay, that's and great. I will, and I'll report back. But I'm I'm refusing to pay for it. I don't think you should have to pay for Sorry. it. Sorry, that's okay. I got lucky. To Mine was available continued. like at the library. Oh, good, good. So, so how I was didn't yours? buy it, and I was able to get it like right away. Okay. So I've listened to mine, Slave Bells Ring, and I really liked it. Did you? I really did. It's a fun. Christmas story. Yeah. It's exactly what I would be looking for, like, for a Christmas read. Okay. It wasn't, like, super sappy, like, sometimes I want to gag myself. It was not that. Definitely, yeah. It's the story, to give a little bit, a quick background, it's a story of a girl who's kind of a caretaker at a house on a ranch for a a wealthy Mm -hmm. family. She grew up on this ranch. It used to be her family's, and they sold it and kept them on as caretakers. Okay. And she has some things happening in her personal life, her family's personal life. She's taking care of some niece, a niece and nephew because for her brother for different reasons. Mm-hmm. When surprisingly and unexpectedly, um, owner's grandson shows up at the ranch and says, "Hey, we're all coming," and they were not letting let. They were not told that the family mm-hmm. is coming for Christmas, and okay. so they have to scramble together to pull off Christmas for this family. And there is a little bit of romance. There's a little bit of family mm-hmm. drama and Christmas 
um, charity and service that we do for others in need at this time of year. Yes. It was really sweet and super fun to read. I really, I really liked it. I gave it three stars because it is like an easygoing, um, rom-commy type. Yeah. Hallmark Christmas movie type, but I really liked it. Like for what it is and it wasn't. Like, I'm going to go to sleep, and it wasn't, I cannot handle this, I'm going to throw up. It was really well done. It was just well done. It was really well done. Right where it needed to be. So I definitely think, way to go quiz. I liked the book. So my sister who told us about this quiz... She her book was The Christmas Escape by Sarah Morgan. Okay. And she loved it. She gave it four stars. Awesome. So the Christmas al- Escape. Although I don't have my book to report on, I am going to steal her review. I like it. Because she highly recommended it as well and said it was just a great Christmas story, which you don't always get when you get Christmas stories. Yes. It's a exactly. lot of times too much or cheesier, but she gave it four stars. She really liked it and highly recommended it to me. So I am going to push on her recommendation until I, I have that. my own. So it was a quiz. decent quiz. Yes. It gave that's... some good recommendations. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. But for now, today is what's on your shelf. Yes, it is. Jamie, what is on your shelf? So I am going to give you a couple of Christmas stories to books because I just finished them and I know we're into January now. But that's what I've been reading lately. So these are books to put on your list for next year. Okay. And this first one you can put on your list starting in October because it also talks about Halloween. Talks oh. about Christmas and Halloween. So, or you could just listen to it now. It's super short. Now, you guys know I love Jenny Lawson. Um, she is, she has a blog. She has a bookstore in Austin. I've actually been to her bookstore. Cool. She has a book club. Um she wrote, let's pretend this never happened. Mm-hmm. Furiously happy, broken. I've read them all three. They're fantastic. She talks a lot about her life and depression, rheumatoid arthritis, her struggles. Um, I've recommended before to read her books, not listen, because her voice is a little grating. It's a little high pitched. But for some reason on this one, I listened and it, her voice did not bother me. It didn't bother you. So I'm just giving you all the feedback. Kay. This one is I Choose Darkness. It is an essay, not a novel. Okay. And I actually got it on Audible for free. It was along with the Audible membership, I guess, one of their freebies. And awesome. it is short. It's only 40-ish, 45-minute listen. It oh. is an essay. It is short. But she talks about how difficult Christmas is for her because of all her illnesses. Yeah. Um, it's She has to conserve her energy. And pick and choose and i'm not because it's so short i'm not going to tell you any of the stories but i'll just say she has to pick and choose what she has the energy to do and she feels you know she doesn't feel guilty for it because it's what she can do and therefore it's not really her favorite holiday but her family has come up with some traditions and she talks about those traditions and they make me laugh hysterically like i can just envision them and kind of want these to be my traditions too but then she talks about um halloween and why that's easier for her because that is her 365 days a year personality and her likes just kind of tend to go more towards darkness or maybe like the macabre 
Uh-huh. And so it's easier for her because she lives it the rest of the year, so it's not as much work on the day of. So, and she talks about... That's funny. Th- I mean, not Thanksgiving. She talks about Halloweens of her past and how she got to where she is with her love of it. And just a little... It's a holiday essay. I gave it four stars. Super short. Find something you have to get done and listen to it. I enjoyed it a lot. So I Choose Darkness by Jenny Lawson. Awesome. I gave it four stars. Awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. It sounds like it's right up I my just alley. I her. Because I kind I just, of love Halloween. Yeah. The yeah. best, too. Awesome. Okay. The first book that I'm going to talk about today is The Atlas Six by, let me see if I can say it right, Olivy. Okay. Blake. Olivy Blake. Olivy Blake. Hmm. It's a different name. Yeah. Um, I have seen this on a whole lot of lists. It is, it's like a fantasy, but in real life. Does that make sense? Um, it's like where mm-hmm. they take real life and they just throw a little throw bit a little of magic. magic in it. Yeah. Okay. A little fantastical so, things. Right. Um, so in this version of the world, there you there are people who are born with certain magical talents. Okay. Okay. And not everyone has it. They're called, you know, not everyone can, is born with them. But if you are, if you get, if they realize that you do have a certain talent, you'll go to a special school that helps you develop it a little bit. Have you and talked it about helps. this one before? This no. sounds very similar it, to one you talked about. There are, I do like you a little bit of magic okay. Okay. in my reading. Um, this one is, it's like common knowledge that like okay. you might be able to, I don't know, influence the elements and okay. make more water. Or, so it's, it's how you'll use it to uh-huh. enhance society. Okay. So you'll get a job that they'll use your talent in their whatever. Or, okay. Um, so the Atlas six is Atlas is a person in the book okay. and he's gathering six of what he finds the most valuable talents and he's pulling them together for a year. They'll go to school, they'll study. And then eventually the goal is that five of them. So one, they will will have to be, will not be used. And five will get to stay on and be guardians of a special magic library. Okay. Ooh, I like, you've just brought all the, all my favorites, a library saying, so they, they have decided there's a society that guards this library because if it were to fall into the wrong hands, right? Mm-hmm. If it's used by everyone in the wrong ways and exploited, it would do damage to the world. And so it's protected knowledge. Mm-hmm. And only those who earn it get to be guardians of it. And if you're a guardian, you get to have access to it. And so they all want access for different reasons. All of these six people come together. They don't know each other. They have different abilities. And they're learning, and they're able to access this library, but they don't, it's restricted access for them. They mm-hmm. don't have full access, but they can access it. Um, but sometimes the things they request are denied. Okay. And as they're learning, they're re- they have to go to the library and stay there. There's like a home as- attached to it, mm-hmm. and they are uh, secluded from the outside world. So they're no longer like they're taken out of their homes, out of their own lives and have to come here and be secluded together. And so they're getting to know each other. Are, are we relying on each other? Are we considering them, these other people 
enemies because we're all fighting to stay? Uh-huh. Or do we have to use each other to stay, right? Like, do we have okay. to rely on each other to stay? So it's kind of this, like, can we trust who each other or together, not? Who, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, because who, what they are starting to learn that they're going to have to choose who doesn't get to stay. And mm. how that person is eliminated is another thing. And so the things that they're learning, it's becoming a little bit darker. I loved the concept of this book. When I started to, like, get into it in the beginning of it, it kind of felt lo- like... They're going to pull off some grand scheme. And I loved it. It felt fun. And then Mm -hmm. it started to go a little sideways. And the things that they chose to do and the way that they were looking at each other, you know, skeptically and like dissecting each other and putting value in certain people, right, in that game of elimination. I don't know. I I kind of was struggling a little bit. Um, it's going to be a series. So I got to the end and I was like, oh, uh, it's not even the end. Now you got to read another one. Right. Will you read the other one? I don't know. I'll see oh. how I feel. I'm not saying no. Okay. I'm open to it, but it better have a pretty great appealing synopsis and get good reviews. Get so it. I gave it three stars. It wasn't okay. awful. Okay. It was well written and I followed along easily enough. And there was enough twists and turns at the end that I was like, whoa, like I didn't see that coming, which mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I like to be surprised. Yeah. Um, but there just were some things there in the middle that I was like, this is like, I don't understand why this is happening or the point of this or how it's adding to the story. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that I didn't mm-hmm. love. Okay. But I don't want to spoil that part. Okay. So Atlas, the Atlas Six um, by Olivia Blake, and I gave it three stars. Fun. Someone else tell me what they thought. That's one okay. of those where I'm like, yeah, I need we, to bounce some we need to talk. things about this. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have one like this, that too. So my next one, and I know I'm hitting Christmas on you and it's January and you're done with Christmas. But I worry if I save it for next year to give you like my favorite Christmas books, I'll forget. Yeah. No, I think so it's good we're talking about them. Next year, maybe we'll do some research and then compile it in November and send them out. That's a good idea. That we should... You know, Let's make a note of that. But I want to talk about it right now because I feel like I just discovered it and I've never heard anyone else talk about it. And I feel like it should be known. So, and maybe I'm just in the dark. The book I'm going to talk about that I just finished is Letters from Father Christmas by J.R.R. Tolkien. So this is Tolkien, Lord of the Rings. Like we all know who this is. And somehow I've never heard of this book. And maybe I'm just in the dark. Letters from Father Christmas is a compilation of the letters he's written to his children as Father Christmas, as Santa Claus. So he's responding to his children's letters to Santa and just to their lives, like just giving them little tidbits. And it spans 20 years. These are his real letters over 20 years. Can you imagine Tolkien being getting letters as Santa from Tolkien? Like what an amazing dad seriously lucky children so they start like in 1924 and span those 20 years and so even though it doesn't like hit on what's going on in the world you can kind of pick up knowing history like what is going on in the background of these letters to his kids but these letters kind of grow over the year like the characters in them um there's a north polar bear and he's always into mischief you'll never believe what he did this year and such and such elf did this and just little stories of 
you know, the North Pole flooded because Bear left this on too much. Like, it's just silly and fun and it builds this little storyline from year to year for his and just sweet because this is like for his kids yeah and i'm so glad they're published that sounds awesome it was so cute and my so i got this book and we drive around every year and look at christmas lights and so we it's only a couple hours long it's just over two hours, I think. So my kids listened to it in the car with me, and we all really enjoyed it. Like, it was just sweet. Uh, I highly recommend it. I gave it four stars. Put it on your Christmas list I next year. I might read it now. And it's just, a, it's just a fun one. So that's awesome. Letters from Father Christmas by Tolkien. The next book I'm going to talk about is called Dark and Shallow Lies. By Ginny Myers Sane. Have you seen that one? It's a pretty cover. I haven't seen that. Um, It is, it's, how do I describe the genre of this one? It's for sure a thriller. Okay. Um, And apparently my theme is magic. Okay. That's a good theme for right now. Okay. So you're going to bring in the Christmas. I will bring in (laughs) the the magic. magic. Okay. So (laughs) this is about... A small town deep in the bayou. Okay. Um, it's it's a tourist spot in the summertime, you know, like the, during the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're kind of left to their own devices and they're on their own relying on each other the rest of the year. And they basically have to live off the income that comes during tourist season, right? So it's that okay, kind of a so, community. Yes. It's, it's a poor community. It's dependent upon tourism yes okay and the people who live there like have lived there for generations and generations and so Mm -hmm. they they know each other's families and they go back together for so very many years and the people here are also people love to travel here because they are known for their mystic abilities Mm -hmm. maybe fortune telling or um, talking to the dead or different things like that. So tourists love to come and have their palms read or try to speak to a loved one who has mm-hmm. passed on. And there's just this, you know, that sixth sense, right? Right. That right. these people have strongly. And a young girl goes missing. A teenage girl goes missing in the, in the community and it's felt by everyone. And they have, one night, there's a gigantic storm, just the streets are flooded, the water rises, and and they think her body just got washed away. There's crocodiles that could, you know, could have yeah. gotten her, yeah. and different things that could have happened. Lots of speculation, and they search for her. They go out that night, and they are searching her. They never find her. They don't find her body. Um, and her best friend goes away to school every year. So she's there during the summer, during tourist season, but then she goes away to school um, because of her family situation. And so when this happens, it's while she's away at school and she comes back when she comes back for the summer and they still haven't found her. She feels a lot of things and she decides she's got to find out what has happened to her friend. Mm -hmm. They left that year on bad terms, right? Had a fight and she just cannot let it go. She's got to figure out what's happened to her. So she is, digging and learning and searching for any information and clues that she can find to at least 
she wants to believe she's still alive somewhere. But if she's not, like, right. what happened to her? And Just to know. Right. And so throughout the book, she's uncovering different information about people that she thought she knew and history of their town and things that have happened. And mm. you kind of get a bigger picture of maybe what was going on before this girl disappeared. Mm-hmm. And it's it was really fun. It was super interesting. I was... Very, it's very believable. Like all the little magic things that are tied into it, right? The the uh, inklings that they're getting about it. One girl can hear people talking to her, so she's constantly like covering her ears, like she doesn't want to hear it. It's it is kind of wow. fun yeah. in that way because it's something that I don't have a lot of experience with. Um, but you hear stories, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was kind of fun. And then to find out how it was all wrapped up and brought together, I gave it three stars. There was, it was dark. It's kind of a sad, darker story. Yeah. Um, But it was good. It was well done. I gave it three stars. It's called Dark and Shallow Lies. Hmm. All right. Okay, my next one is Mad Honey by Jody Pickle and Jennifer Finney Boylan. Mm-hmm. Now... She collabs with someone, and I want to know how that works. Like, I'm right? always interested when there's two authors and it's a novel like this. Like, did you take one person and build that character, or do you work together on the whole thing? Like, I just want to know the yeah. ins and outs of co-authoring a book. Um, but when I saw this book that Jody Pico had a new book out, because this just came out in October of this year, I just put it on my want to read, added it to my library wait list, I got it, started listening to it. I have never read the synopsis for it. I It's a Jody Pickle. I don't need to know what it's about. I'm going to read it. Okay. Right? Yeah. And um, sometimes I think that's really fun. To yeah. Just not Because I research a lot of books and what I want to read. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just grabbing a book because you like the author or because the cover looks enticing <laughs> and you don't know anything about it. It's like really opening. You have no idea what you're getting yourself into. So this story is about um, a mom who has unintentionally inherited her dad's honeybees. He has this huge farm, this huge honeybee farm. And so you're learning about, so I've learned a lot about honeybees, which my kids (laughs) would want me to stop talking about honeybees (laughs) because it's been so fascinating to me. And, and they weave this knowledge of the hive and the honeybees into the story. You know, like, yes. you can really see the um, juxtaposition of humans and how we interact with each other or not. And what happens to the hive when we're not integrated or left. Anyway, it is like a typical Jody Pickle book where you're not sure where you lie. Like, I feel like when I read her books, I'm like, ooh, I see their point of view. Yeah. Oh, but I see their point of view. Yes, and she does it really do that opens well. your eyes to the other person's point of view. I feel like yes, and this is very typical of that. It is her helping her son navigate life, and he um, he's in high school. I think just he's but he's eighteen and um, has a girlfriend, and her she has a really rough relationship with her dad for reasons that come out and he has a rough relationship with his dad. His dad um, abused his mom and his mom finally got out. So she experienced 
that and stuck around for a long time. Dad was a brain surgeon, like highly educated, highly respected. But then in the dark, when things are secretive, she was covering up bruises and walking on eggshells, knowing how to react, you know, what to say to him in the right way to not, and then she'd mess up and he, his rage would just take over. And so um, the main, I'm not going to say the main part of the story, because it really blossoms as it goes in and really develops into a lot more. But the very beginning of the book is her and her decision to leave him and this is a, the very quick part of the book. And then it's mostly their life after. But that has left a huge effect on both of them. So she's helping her son at this point. Um, he's gotten into some trouble. I don't know what to say and what not to say. And she doesn't think he could have done it. But she... But what do you really know about other people? I guess is really the premise of this story. What do you know about other people? What do you want to believe about other people? And what do you refuse to open your mind to and think about? Ooh. I'm going to leave it at that. Ooh. Because it's not just with him. It's like, you know, his friendships, community, his girlfriend, all, all the things like what... What are we going to do? What are we going to accept and not accept? Hmm. What are we going to keep hidden? And what are we going to open up and reveal and hope that it's accepted and maybe not? And what do you lose when it's not? So, okay. I gave it four stars. All right. It really did have a lot. So, in I it. totally bought this book, physical book. Oh, you did? And I want to read it. Yeah. I really want to talk to you when you're done reading it. And I want. I really want to discuss this with someone because, because like I said, don't, have you read the synopsis? No. Just read it and then let's talk. Okay. 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 Mad Honey by Jody Pico and Jennifer Finney Boylan. Awesome. There you go. I am very excited now. Yeah. Okay. Because I will say, sometimes Jody Pico's books are heavy. And I'm and I can't it's handle heavy. them. It's heavy. Okay. This is that's kind of why I wanted yep. to read it because it, I uh-huh. could put it away for a minute for if a minute. I needed to. Yeah, and I feel the same way. I sometimes am hesitant to read her books because I know that about her. Yes, I know I'm going to be stretched to think out of my comfort zone. Yes, and I sometimes agree. I'm not ready for that. I have to be ready for it. You have to be in a place that you can handle it right and i jumped into this because it just came available yeah. and i had been waiting for a long time and this might not be the best time to have jumped into a heavy <laughs> thing right before christmas the holidays for us. but i did and i i'm not sad that i did okay but it is a lot to process and to think about and just like a jody pico it gave me a lot to process and to think about okay anyway yeah i'm excited it's a good one Okay, then the last book I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. is Goodnight, Mr. Wodehouse by Faith Sullivan. Mr. Wodehouse? Wodehouse. Okay. W-O-D-E. Okay. House. One word. It's his full name. Um, I will say the thing I didn't like the most about this book mm-hmm. is its title. Okay. It did not. It sounds not, to me like it's someone with a lisp it. saying Roadhouse. 
And so maybe it comes, and my head went, oh, this comes from the perspective of a little kid. Nope. Okay. That's no, funny that you that's... say that. I can see why you would think that. Yeah. But no. But no. Um, this is the story of um, Nell Stillman, a woman who it's just like your every man, right? Mm-hmm. She has, it's, what year is it? It's, it's years ago. It's like, um, World War, before World War One, just okay. before World War One. She has a young 18-month-old child at the very beginning of the book. She's married. Sounds like her husband has kind of a big personality. He's got a lot of energy. He works in a very physical job. But sometimes he comes home and he still has energy that needs to come out and he takes that out on her. So I get the impression yeah. like she kind of gives it an excuse. Like he's not angry or mean, but sometimes he just has all this energy and it has to go somewhere and she ends up getting hurt. Okay. Um, he has an accident right at the beginning of the book and at work and dies. And so she's on her own. She doesn't know what she's going to do. Back then, women weren't didn't have their own money or right. property or anything. And a couple in the community came to visit her and give her a job at the school to be a teacher. And they are even in a different religion. And she talks about how that was like they came they're at a they go to a different church and they still came and offered her this job. They gave her money as a advance basically mm-hmm. to until the Get school started, year starts yeah. to like let her make her way okay and never expecting to have to be paid back right it's just right. like this they it's a gift needless to say this happens and she it's it's the story of Nell's life and all the things that happened to her along the way in this small town mm-hmm. and the way that we look at people in our town, it's a small community. She, her son grows up, the way he's treated at school, um, what happens in his life. And it is from start to finish. And there's so many things. And I really liked, like, mm-hmm. Nell. I like the way that she looks at the world and looks at life, the way that she internalizes the struggles that come her way and turns them into um, something positive. I really really loved that the reason that it's called good night mr wodehouse is because mm-hmm. she discovers she loves to read mm-hmm. she discovers this author named mr wodehouse and so she loves to read his books and so every night before bed even though the struggles of the day might be hard she ends her day reading from mm-hmm. one of his books okay but that's such a small yeah part of her <clears throat> life right does she share part of what she's reading or just it, that she reads from his books. Just that she reads. Okay. From, I mean, she gets to meet him oh. at one point, and she talks about that, the important, like how impactful that was for her to meet him, mm-hmm. the author, and she shares his books with other people who are going through hard things. Oh, this is the book you need. It's kind of like something light and fun. So I, I understood the title, like where it came yeah. from, but I just felt but like her really life was so much more than that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I got can't. I totally got hung up on that. I like couldn't. I'm like, why are we calling this book that? Anyway, because I did like the book and I found it super interesting. She has a very fascinating life, and I feel like most of the time when we're reading books in this era, mm-hmm. it's either a boy because they have more abilities to do things. They're not just home, but because she is single, 
it gives it puts her out more into the community as working, as caring for her son, as being an active member of her community. And so she has this active life as a woman. And I really liked it, right? Especially yeah. at a time when single women probably were not treated very well. Okay, yeah. Anyway, so I liked it a lot. It was a fun, e- like really easy read, especially if you like those historical fictions. It's a different... It's United States before, right before and during mm-hmm. World War One. So it's her whole life. Anyway, good night, Mister Wodehouse. I gave it three stars. Okay, I just looked up Wodehouse. Yes, it's a, he's a real author. He's a it's, real author. In the book, does it talk about that he's a real author? Um, or did you think he I was made up for the book? I didn't. I'm even wondering look if into it, it really is him, or they if, do talk a little bit about maybe some of his books, like what's they're about or characters in yeah. the books because this is what it says sir pelham grenville wodehouse yes this is him october 1881 to february of 1975 was an english author and one of the most widely read humorists of the 20th century yes yes because he would okay. the humor especially she talked about how, how funny he she was. could at least end it on a light her day on a light note yeah it talks about tales on subjects ranging from bibulous bishops to megalomaniac movie moguls. Yes, that like, sounds just big about words. Right. Like when he describes characters, these loquacious, yes. immaculate, <laughs> sagacious. Anyway, isn't that funny? Yeah. So maybe I that was like him, um, a tie-in for the author. Yeah. Like maybe the author loved Mister Wodehouse. Yeah. And found a way to to weave it into a, a t- story and yeah yeah. Which is anyway, better. Anyway, I'd never heard of Wodehouse. Yeah. I'd never heard that last name, so I... Yes, it is different. Yeah. But I do like... Like, it just... Um, the synopsis is not what I felt like I read, and the title was not a good telling of what I read. Of what you read. Okay. Which, I just don't get that. I don't know. Uh-huh. I feel like if you're a great author, you can find a good title. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Work with me. Work, yeah. You to work on it a little more. But... But other than that, I really did like the story. It sounds like an and, interesting... And she really yeah. has a hard life. Like, there's yeah. a lot of things that's just like, how do these things keep happening? But I think that is the times. Right. Like, they had it hard. It was harsh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. just had it hard. Anyway, I liked it. It was it was definitely... I would say oh, read it if good. you like yeah. that era. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Fantastic Lots list. All over the place of with those. things I know, yeah. Hopefully you can find something that's interesting to you. Yeah. And let us know if you did. Yeah, if you've got a recommendation, I am always open. Same. Send them our way. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. You can rate, subscribe, and share with your friends. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book book club. club.